Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Resting Place Tampa. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear, and we would love to see you at a gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org. One of the things that the Lord has been speaking to me about, and I touched on it really briefly last week, where I feel like the Lord's bringing us from a place of receiving to conceiving. And I feel like we're really stepping into a time where the promises that we receive from the Lord are partnering so deep within our spirits. It's not just hearing it anymore. But there's something that is happening that we can step into to really receive the seed, the promise, the destiny, the prophetic words, all of these things and have them really, really, really root themselves in our spirit. There's a settling, a planting that the Lord is doing with what he's saying. That's what he is wanting. And I just feel like once the conceiving happens and we become pregnant with promise, the hunger starts to stir. And I think that's where we're at. When you realize there's something within you, something that needs to mature, something that needs to grow, we start having a desire for, uh, we start having to desire for more. Like I said, you can feel the hunger in the nation right now because there are so many that have let this revival and this awakening and this drawing from the Lord sink so deep within them that it's causing them to hunger and be like, I need something to feed this. I need something to feed this promise. I need something to, fi- to feed this seed, to mature it, to grow it. And it is, the old things just aren't cutting it anymore. It's not enough. It's not enough. The Lord is hearing our cry for more. The Lord is hearing our cry for more. Your faith begins to stir up knowing that there's something that is maturing on the inside of you. And the question that I had was, are you preparing yourself to move from just receiving the promises of the Lord to actually conceiving them and birthing them? Conceiving doesn't just happen. There has to be a willingness. There has to be an openness. There has to be a permission. There has to be repentance for some. Letting go of old things. What are you doing to prepare your heart fully, deep within your spirit to really let these things root themselves within you and not be on hard, shallow ground, but letting them root and settle so much in our spirits? Are you expectant? Are you yielding before the Lord? Are you preparing yourself to move from receiving to really partnering with the Holy Spirit and and birthing the promise that he's given you. Do you believe you have a promise from the Lord? Do you believe you have things that he has put placed on the inside of you, deep within you, whether it's prophetic words you've got or things the Lord has given you and shown you? Everybody here, the Lord has gifts for you, a destiny for you. There's promise. There's a way to step into being pregnant with this promise and not letting it just float around. Are you making space 
And I asked the Lord um, last, or last week or two weeks ago, we went to a prayer room and the Lord began to tell me this. And I just kept hearing he's moving from receiving to conceiving, receiving. I'm like, what does this mean? And I asked the Lord, how do I get there? How do we get there? And I very loudly heard, he said, by faith. By faith. I asked the Lord how to do this. He said, faith. We prepare by faith. Hebrews 11, 6. It says, without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith, knowing that he is real and that he rewards. You say rewards? He rewards the faith of those who passionately seek seek him. So what happens when we step into faith and believe that God is who he says he is? The great rewarder steps in. The great rewarder steps in. When we passionately seek him, the rewarder steps in. When we step into faith and believe the promises that he's instilled within us, the rewarder steps in. I'm usually glad about getting rewards. You guys don't seem very happy about the rewards from the Lord. These rewards are everlasting. These aren't to be temporary fixes. These aren't to be like just something that just blows in, blows out with the wind. The rewards from heaven are eternal. The rewards from the Lord are eternal. What is the reward? The fulfillment. The reward is the fulfillment and birthing of the promises that you have been that have been conceived within you by faith. The reward is the birthing of the promises that conceive within you. I'm going to prove it to you that faith is the one that actually does this. Hebrews 11:7 says faith opened Noah's heart to receive revelation. He received He received the warnings from God about what was coming, even things that had never been seen. He stepped out in reverent obedience. There was the conception. Stepped out by faith in obedience to God, and he built an ark that would save him and his family. There's the reward. Faith took him from receiving the word of the Lord, which was the revelation and the warnings from God that something was coming. He stepped out in obedience. He got the word of the Lord. This thing rooted, it, it rooted within him. It planted itself within him. By faith, he grabbed onto it. He obeyed, he listened, and then the reward of salvation for his family came. That's just one. Hebrews eleven eight 8 says, faith motivated Abraham to, to obey God's call, to leave the familiar, to discover the territory he was destined to inherit from God. He received the call of the Lord, which was to leave the familiar and discover the territory. He left with only a promise. And without even knowing ahead of time where he was going, Abraham stepped out in faith. The word of the Lord, that faith gripped that word and it conceived into something He stepped out in faith, and the reward was the promised land. The reward was the promise of descendants. The the reward was the promise of blessing and redemption. So we can get a prophetic word. We can get a good teaching after teaching. But if we're not stepping into faith and moving from a place of just receiving these things and just getting our emotions tickled and you're just kind of hearing 
you know, what these things are, like as if they're just good ideas. These are seeds from the Lord. When the Lord says, I am healer, it's not just a good idea. It is a seed to be planted on the inside of you to receive by faith and see the manifestation of your healing. When the Lord says, I'm provider, it's not just a good idea. He is provider. That is a seed that he is placing within you to be cultivated, to lock it in by faith and to see the manifestation and the birthing of a promise. When the Lord says he's the restorer of your heart, it's not just a good idea. It is a reality that we can latch onto and grip by faith. There's something in that in between. Imagine if like, if Noah was like, build a boat, that's a good idea. Maybe the guy next door will do it. No. He grabbed onto that word of the Lord by faith, stepped out, risked everything with no signs of anything coming. He had never even seen what this looked like or what to do. He stepped out in faith. He received the word of the Lord. It became, it conceived itself within him. He nurtured it. He took risks and the Lord released a reward. And there was a birthing of salvation for his family. One more, Hebrews 11, 11, Sarah's faith embraced God's miracle, God's miracle power. So this is the receiving of the word by faith. She embraced God's miracle working power to conceive even though she was barren and was past the age of childbearing for the authority of her faith rested in the one who made the promise and she tapped into his faithfulness. There came the conceiving. She tapped into the faithfulness of the Lord. This woman literally conceived a promise. Literally conceived and birthed a promise. The list goes on and on throughout, um, just different, throughout that chapter of outcomes of promises fulfilled. And some of these heroes didn't even get to see the promise. They were only able to step into the receiving of the Lord. The thing gripped them. It birthed in them. And some didn't even get to see the promise fulfilled. Some of you might, that might be what happens. You might be the ones that receive the promise of the Lord. You run with it by faith. But it may be the next generation. It may be your children. It may be another person, another whatever, that is going to reap the reward. I believe that that's something that the Lord, just like Abraham. Abraham, he died before he got to see the fulfillment of the promise. But it happened. It was birthed. Some of you maybe get to see the entire thing unfold from beginning to end. But I believe that there's some that you might find yourself in a place of just, I've received the word. I'm taking the steps. I'm stepping out in faith. But then letting hope still rest within you. I think that's where discouragement comes in when you're like, man, I received this word. I did all the things. My faith locked it in, but I'm not seeing anything. And then people get discouraged during that moment. I'd like to present you with maybe asking the Lord if it's meant for you to see the birthing of this. Our responsibility is just obedience. The outcome is the Lord's, the Lord's job. 
and what he does. And if we remember that, I feel and I believe so strong that that will break off a lot of discouragement of those of you who have been believing and believing and contending and contending for things that you might not see the full fruition of. But the Lord will reward the obedience. He honors it. He sees it. And he releases hope through it. So I just want to say, if you could just take time to ask the Lord, if there's, if, are there things that you called me to, Father, that I've only heard or maybe received them as a good idea, but I haven't let them fully root themselves in my spirit by faith? Have I let life distract me and other things root themselves in me that are not your promises? Again, Hebrews 11, the end of it says, for we come to God in faith, knowing that he is real and that he rewards the faith of those who passionately seek him. The reward comes to those who passionately seek and pursue him and desire him. God desires to be found by you. God desires to be found by you. He doesn't want you to see his promises as just a good idea or a far-reaching thing. He desires the pursuit. He literally says he rewards the faith of those who passionately seek him. All of these stories of Abraham and Noah and Sarah and Joshua, Gideon, it can go on and on. They passionately would seek the Lord. And when you seek something, you seek by any method necessary. You study it. You, you follow where things go. If you're seeking someone out, you're tracking them. You're like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Okay, I'm going to figure out how to get there. What are you doing? Where are you going? Okay, I'm going to do this. Are you passionately seeking the Lord in this, that when the Lord is saying, go this way, I'm going to go this way. If he's saying, go that way, I'm going to go that way. Passionately seek him by faith, and the Lord will reward you. Seek him first and keep yourself face to face with Jesus. One of the things that the Lord was showing me is why the enemy tries so much. You ever received a prophetic word or somebody's released something over you and immediately doubt sets in? Has that ever happened to you where maybe you've gotten a word from the Lord or a prophet or whatever it is? The doubt and worry and the questioning, everything starts to like kind of cloud your mind. Have you had that happen to you before? I believe that the enemy knows once that bad boy gets to a place of conception, and faith grips that promise and that prophetic word that he's already lost. So if the Lord can get, if the, if the enemy can get you from the place between receiving the word and it actually rooting itself in your spirit, then he's one. And that's when we partner with the doubt. That's when we partner with the fear. That's when we partner with the shame and all of these things. But I'm telling you, there's something to allowing, to getting to a place where, we're, we, where our faith is so strong, our faith is it's so high that we can get to the place where the enemy can't even step his foot in between those two places. Because I'm telling you, once the word gets conceived, once the thing starts promising, once the hunger starts, once the stirring starts, that's what's happening right now with people and all over the nation is that the enemy doesn't stand a chance because there's a hunger that has happened because of the conception of revival. There's a conception of revival that has happened in the nation. There's a seed that's been birthed in the land of our nation that the, I feel like the earth has just sucked it up. Revival. This land belongs to the Lord. Our nation belongs to Jesus. 
And I feel like the nation, just like we've seen it in scriptures, has been groaning and travailing and waiting for the sons of God to manifest and saturate the earth. That is what's happening right now. The sons and daughters of God have fully said, I'm going to get this thing by faith, this revival, this thing that the Lord is releasing over our nation. I say yes to it. Let it birth in me. And now we're seeing the hunger. We're seeing the passion. We're seeing people break out of their boxes. We're seeing churches that have been dry and stale and stagnant start baptizing people in the middle of a gathering. Does this make you excited? Come on. Wake up. My God. Oh my God. Revival doesn't have to be loud, but it can be passionate and exciting. Look at what the Lord is doing. Look at what the Lord is doing all over surrounding us. And we are a, we are a part of that. So I want to encourage you this morning, if there's a place, if the Lord has given you a word, the Lord has given you a seed, a dream, a destiny, the enemy is fighting tooth and nail to not let that thing conceive within you. He's trying so hard to steal that thing so it doesn't birth. That's why. So it doesn't birth. If something is not conceived, there's no birthing. If something is not rooted, there's no growth. If something is not watered, there's no growth. Why do you think the enemy wants to steal your seed, your dream, your passion, your desire, your healing, your peace, your joy, your strength, your sanity? All of these things that belong to you, the enemy wants to rip them from your grip. But faith, 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 faith. Without faith, we are powerless. Hebrews eleven six says it's impossible to please God without faith. So that measure of faith that you receive once you believe in Jesus, that faith is so powerful. And as we seek him, he becomes faithful to us as a rewarder. He rewards us with peace, rewarding us with joy, rewarding us with provision, rewarding us with healing. That peace that you've received, that, that faith, that gift of faith that you've received is strong enough to make that puppy latch within your stomach, within your spirits, within your belly, and cause it to grow. Everybody here has a seed. I believe everybody here has a seed, has a word that they've received from heaven. But I feel like it's time to no longer see these words as just a good idea. We hold these words and these dreams so loosely. That's why it's so easy for the enemy to come be like, meh. Because we just take them as good ideas. But where's the action? Where's the growing? Where's the repentance? Where's the pursuing? I can get words all day about I'm going to change the world and I'm going to be this and I'm going to be a spiritual mother and I'm going to be blah, 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 blah. I can get all the words all day. But if my faith doesn't lock in with those words and cause it to really burn within me and to birth within me there's not going to be any fruit of that we're experiencing so much deliverance within these gatherings we've been seeing the altars filled for the last several weeks but my heart and while I love to see the altars filled and I love to see all these things my heart is really 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 praying and believing that what is being released 
and the promises are actually going deep within your spirits and locking in there with faith. And you're not waking up Monday morning with the same thing. You're not waking up Tuesday with the same, Wednesday with the same, but that there's true transformational power that's happening within you. Oh my God. I just want to put this out there. If there's anyone here, if you feel I've received a word from the Lord, I've received a promise from the Lord, and a promise doesn't have to just be I'm called to nations, I'm called to ministry, I'm called, those are also, but I've received a promise of joy from the Lord through this season of mourning. I've received a promise of restoration through these issues with my family. I've received a promise of provision in the midst of maybe a job transition. Whatever it is that the Lord has promised you, and maybe you've saw it as, that sounds like a really good thing, but sounds like a good idea. It sounds like a wishful thinking. I really, really feel there's an invitation right now for that thing to conceive within you. And then the hunger awakens, the pursuit awakens of the Lord, pursuing the Lord and saying, God, how do I steward this? How do I cultivate this? What do I need to do? Where are you taking me, God? I'm going to earnestly seek you. I'm gonna go wherever you are, Father God. Nothing's gonna stand in my way. Nothing is gonna steal this. I feel the birthing. My faith is rising. My faith has gripped this promise and it's gonna birth. I know it's gonna birth. I know, I know, I know, God. So what is it? What do you want me to do? I lay down my life before you. I'll get in the prayer room. I'll do whatever I need to do. I mean, freaking Joshua marched around the walls and he did all these things and he might have said, I don't know how a shout is going to do anything. Maybe the Lord is calling you to march around a wall. Maybe he's, maybe not in the natural, but maybe the Lord is calling you to actually war for your promise and actually defend it and not just sit around and let the enemy just come and take it. Don't hold your promise loosely. There is action that needs to happen. You need to fight. It's the good fight of faith, Right? Let's step into action. War for your promise. Just like you'd fight for your baby's parents, fight for that baby. Fight for that seed. Fight for that joy. Fight to keep it. You know victory's yours. Step into it with obedience. Take risks. What is the Lord doing? What's he saying? So if you're in this room and you've received a promise from the Lord, a seed from the Lord, a word from the Lord, that resonates with you where you are now, but you know doubt has settled in, confusion has settled in, worry has settled in, and the enemy is fighting with everything he has to let that thing fully grip within you by faith. I really want to pray. I don't know. I just feel, I feel led to stir up the gift of faith within you. The same faith that you have knowing Jesus is real, that's the same faith that's going to lock that seed in you. Okay? If that's you, I don't even know if we need to do a big altar call or anything. Just lift your hands. If that's you, if there's something that the Lord has placed within you, and you know that there's been things that have been stepping in the way of it, and there's a birthing that needs to happen, whoa. Oh my God, come on, can you just tell them with your own words, God, stir up my gift of faith again. Stir up my gift of faith for this seed, Lord. Stir up my gift of faith, God. 
I passionately pursue you. I will seek you earnestly for this. I will war for this. It doesn't sound like you're warring for this thing. You guys are in the midst of something. War for it. War for it with your words. Come on, war for it with your prayers. Say, this is mine. This is mine. The Lord gave this to me. The Lord gave this joy to me. The Lord gave this business to me. The Lord gave these children to me. This is mine. Can you say that? This is mine. This is mine. Yes, back off, enemy. This is mine. And by faith, just as much as I have faith that the Lord God creator of heaven and earth is real, I'm going to tap into that same faith and lock this promise within my spirit. And I'm going to begin to see it grow and come to fulfillment in Jesus name. I just come, I just pray a spirit of acceleration to come in the birthing of this, that there would be rapid growth, rapid growth, rapid growth, rapid growth in Jesus name. I release rapid growth growth to your seed right now in Jesus name that the enemy will no longer have any authority over this thing this is your baby this is your promise and what the Lord gives the enemy cannot take away in Jesus name you are pregnant with purpose you are pregnant with promise God so we just say yes to the fulfillment of promise Lord Jesus and we will be obedient God whether we see it in this lifetime or not God we will be obedient and we will step in. Abraham treated the promised land like it was his. Like he came in there and he was like, I'm going to live here. I'm going to live here. I'm going to like be an immigrant. I'm going to live here. You know what I mean? He stepped into it and moved by faith with what he had around him, knowing that it was an inheritance. Knowing that it was an inheritance. Some of you need to maybe, I don't like the words fake it till you make it. Faith it till you make it, right? Faith it. Step into it. Seek the Lord. Pursue him. Ask him questions. God, what are you doing? What are you saying? Instead of going to discouragement and murmuring right away, how about you go to asking the Lord, what are you doing? What are you doing with this right now? Show me. Spirit of revelation and wisdom, come. Fight for your promise and for your seed. There is nothing too hard for the Lord. He will reveal he will heal, and I believe with everything in me that thing is going to birth. So, Father, we welcome the birthing pains. <laughs> we welcome the birthing. We welcome the birthing. It might hurt. It might be uncomfortable for a little bit. But when a mama's pregnant, she knows that something great is coming, right? When a mama's pregnant, she knows this isn't going to last forever. This isn't going to be a long time of pain and discomfort, but something beautiful is coming. Look at your seed like that. Look at your purpose like that. Jesus, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Father. We just seal this. Thank you for listening to this podcast from The Resting Place Tampa. We hope you feel honored, empowered, and full of faith because of what you hear, and we would love to see you at a gathering soon. For more resources like this, head to trpfamily.org.